Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. Christina here. I'm popping in for a quick reality TV recap thoughts episode. I've been kind of slacking. They go, so much happens so quickly and I don't have enough time to keep up. I'm trying to put out all this content, but whatever, I'll catch up now. There's a lot to talk about, but also not a lot, but I'm going to talk about Bachelorette and The Real Housewives of New York. Also, Real Housewives of Orange County is starting up again soon, and I'm so excited, I can't even tell you. But the first thing I need to just discuss is Bachelor in Paradise, obviously. I I honestly don't even know what to say at this point because... This whole Bachelor franchise has gone out of control. And I like to talk about The Bachelor and joke about it and watch it. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's, like, so bad that it's good and it's ridiculous. You know, one of those things. But this whole scandal with Demario and Corinne, honestly, like, like joking aside, it's not cool what happened. And if this whole thing was for publicity, it's just not cool. And it actually pisses me off. Um, And I'm really confused still kind of what happened. Like, I feel like I keep reading different things. And I'm also confused. And I don't really get why there's confusion if they got it on camera. But I just think that the whole thing speaks to the point that, I mean... Bachelor in Paradise is literally like spring break for old people and it's gross and it reminds me of those grad trips that people used to go on in high school where literally they would just go to like Mexico and get drunk and do drugs and it was basically just organized sex and kind of like a giant brothel. It's just disgusting. I don't I like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because at least it's more civilized. You know, they're not having sex until fantasy sweet dates. Like, it's not just this free-for-all. We're all making out and having sex and then, like, switching partners. It's just weird. It's just very incestuous. And it's just weird to me. I don't know. But basically, I don't really know what happened. Because if she, for okay, either way, it's fucked up. Because if he raped her, uh, if Demario raped Corinne, then obviously that's just absolutely unacceptable and out of control. And like this show should be shut down because that's not cool. Um, if he didn't and she's just saying that something happened, then that's also super not cool because this is the issue that rape is really serious and women can't it's a really serious accusation and you have to understand how them how much that affects people's lives like that would destroy the man's life if he didn't you know actually do it and but on the other hand you're basically fucking it up for other women who actually are assaulted and when they come forward, people don't take them seriously. Like, that's a huge issue and really pisses me off how many women are assaulted and raped and then they aren't taken seriously. And it's not, 
it's just unacceptable and like a really serious issue but can't even get into that that's a whole separate podcast but but then I read some things that made it seem like she she didn't accuse him of anything either that it was more just like the producers accused him and then I'm confused because if he if he literally gave her oral sex why would he give her oral sex unless she asked for it I don't know it just and it kind of just touches on the whole thing of like you can't be I mean it touches on the whole thing of like what the line is like what is rape what is not what is consent what is not consent and it's an issue because she you can't just like get drunk and then regret it and then say that you didn't give consent because that's has really big implications for the other person and like if you're just regretting something you did I don't know it's so complicated but at the same time if you were so drunk that you weren't giving real consent then yeah like that's not cool so I don't know what happened and I am pissed off that there's like confusion that this whole thing happened and it really honestly just seems like this is all for publicity and the fact that the show is coming back is truly ridiculous like I mean I didn't really know how they were going to handle it and I'm also confused because somebody told me that Demario is coming back but Corinne wasn't but then I heard that he neither of them are coming back and I mean I think it would be silly for either of them to come back but I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna just casually start up shooting again like oh are they gonna act like nothing happened I mean I I just don't get how you come back from that I just think that it just speaks to the oh I don't know just the whole thing is really ridiculous and kind of that show like I don't really like I just kind of watch because I need bad reality tv in my life at all times to get my mind off of things you know I just like to sit down I like the ritual but that show annoys me like even the introduction they just it's a total mockery of themselves you know no one's taking it seriously and it's just a lot of fluff and wasting my time but it's still kind of entertaining. I don't know. I just think that show is really like screwed up and they need to get some they I don't know. I don't know how they're going to come back and it's honestly embarrassing for the bachelor, but just I don't know. I've been thinking about this for a while though. I feel like every year the bachelor franchise gets worse and worse in the sense of just it's a joke and everybody who goes on there is just trying to become an Instagram model or like be Instagram famous, make money off Instagram. And it's not what it used to be like. Like I remember back in the day when I was like 10 watching the show and people, I mean, they were usually they were older and these people actually wanted to find love. And now it's not about that at all, which is sad, but also the way the world is. And I just feel like every year it gets more ridiculous and you watch these episodes and you're like, are you serious? And it has to implode at some point. I feel like it just has to, it just has to fall apart and it's getting bigger and bigger, but also more and more a joke and, you know, spoilers. I don't know. I just kind of, it's hard for me because part of me just feels like this is so ridiculous. Can it just end? But part of me is like, no, it can't end because what the hell will I do on Monday nights? Because it has turned into, like, 
a family event without the family. You know, it's it's a ritual. It's fun to have bachelor nights and joke about it and laugh about it in pop culture. What else would we talk about in pop culture, you know? But yeah, this scandal, this whole scandal thing really did not sit well with me at all, as I'm sure it didn't for anybody else. And I don't really know what happened. And I'm just irritated that now they're like, oh yeah, nothing actually happened. We're back to production. Are you fucking kidding? Like, if nothing actually happened, you can't just admit, you can't just say shit like that and then say nothing happened. Like, uh, it's such a serious accusation. And I don't know. There's some foul play going on. And I don't know if Corinne and DeMario, if Corinne and DeMario, like, were in on that together. And I can't decide if I think that they were in on that together and they're, like, liking the attention and from it like want secretly wanting the attention if it's this like whole bigger play to get a pity party um and just to get their names back out there again if that's the case and that is super messed up or if this actually was like something else and they actually were just caught in the middle of this then that's also horrible and I feel bad for them but I just feel like they're both too smart. I don't know. DeMario is a mess. He did not go. He did not leave that show well. And then this happened. I feel like Corinne. Corinne was like a mess at the beginning. But then everybody realized that she was just, you know, playing the character. And she's actually just smart. And I don't know. I'm curious to see how that actual. Like, I honestly, I don't even want to watch Bachelor in Paradise anymore because I have such a bad taste in my mouth after this. But I want to watch it because I want to see how they show them coming back to the show. Like, I don't get it. Did everybody go home and they stopped filming and then they're just going to bring them all back on the island? Like, how do you casually come back? It'll be interesting. I don't know. Okay. Now that I've addressed that briefly... Let's get into the actual show. So I'm just cracking up because basically I'll like take notes. I'll just like kind of write down some of my thoughts as I'm watching the show just so I don't completely forget because I will. Um, And my notes honestly crack me up. Like don't want to toot my own horn, but the things I write just don't even make sense. I don't even know what half of this means. So like literally number one, I just write really fast. Like the first thing that comes to my head, I'm like, Lee is creepy. Can he stop hovering? Like what the fuck? Also, is she wearing a drape? And it just goes on like that for a few pages. But yeah, so basically the whole Lee Kenny thing has been the main issue the past few episodes and that was just they just keep trying to create drama that no one cares about we all know that lee's not gonna win we all know kenny's not gonna win and lee gave me a creepy vibe off the bat he reminds me of an evil leprechaun for some reason oh i also (laughs) i wrote down Oh, I remember this because Dean in an interview, honestly, I'm just obsessed with Dean. He's so hot and I think he's so sweet and anything he says, I'm just like, okay, I agree with you. And I wrote down, if Dean says Lee is a bitch, then Lee is a bitch because in his interview, Dean was like, Lee is a bitch. But I mean, Lee's just like super immature. He reminds me of these boys that like, he reminds me of those boys that used to deal with in like the sixth grade who are just total assholes. And you know, they like, 
you know how they know how to push your buttons and like get under your skin honestly without even doing anything and it drives you insane that is who lee is he literally has not left the sixth grade i mean him and his oh my god i didn't know what episode it was but when they showed him in his cowboy boots lifting weights i honestly just lost it because first of all it's not like he's super muscular or anything i mean he's in good shape yeah whatever but that was just so weird and why are you in your cowboy boots and jeans randomly lifting weights like when they do such staged crap like that i'm just i mean i always think about how did you film this was the producer like okay we want to get some pump up footage so can you just go in your outfit in your in your cowboy outfit and then lift some heavy weights and look really serious and and he would be like oh yeah let's do it like he it's you everybody knows it's a joke and i just hate it it's annoying so i really just don't know also i was just confused because i felt like this whole kenny lee thing came out of nowhere right after there was initially an eric lee issue and then the eric lee issue just kind of dropped off the planet and i was like wait i'm confused are we done with that is that still happening like what's going on because i feel like i felt like eric was being kind of weird and then now they're just gonna try and gloss over it it's so annoying to me because i know it's true that i just the way I feel about each person is just how the producers are making me feel. And I don't know what anyone's real personality is. And it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. That's the power of television. It's so scary. But I don't know. So then the other thing I was thinking about that really bothers me, this is random, but I hate how, first of all, I hate when the format isn't starting with the dates and ending with a rose ceremony i hate when they end the episode like right before the rose ceremony and then the rose ceremony will be at the beginning of the first episode or like 30 minutes into the first episode and just gets all off track i like a clean schedule okay i like it crisp i like it clean i don't like the i just want it to end with the rose ceremony so i get a clear ending you know clear end to my night but no they don't want to do that. I also hate how half of the bachelor, bachelorette, I guess, is literally just commercials for itself. Like they'll play some footage and then it's like after the break and then they show a two minute trailer for the next break. And I'm just like, OK, why are you just advertising for what I'm going to see in literally two minutes? That's I think that if you put the real footage all together, it'd be maybe like 30 minutes. And then the other hour and a half are regular commercials and the commercials for The Bachelor itself. So thank you for wasting my time. But I knowingly, willingly choose to just sit through it because I like it. God, this world I live in, the things I do. So, yeah. Also, I get really annoyed when these group dates are happening and the... And the one-on-one dates are happening and the guys keep complaining about not getting a one-on-one. Because I'm just like, what show do you think you're on? Like, they're just like, I'm so mad I didn't get a one-on-one. Like, I deserve the one-on-one. They're like, 
when they when these people have such a hard time with the stuff that goes on i just am like you knew what you were signing up for like i don't really know what you thought you were gonna do but okay i don't know it was really interesting okay let's see what else are my notes so oh on that group date where they had to do a spelling bee, I was honestly just horrendous because it was so embarrassing how bad they were at spelling. I think one guy couldn't spell champagne and I just about lost it. Like, Rachel's a smart cookie. She needs to be with somebody who can smell champagne for reals. I don't know. And then I just wrote a bunch of random things about the guys and Iggy was annoying me. I hate when they just, I feel like they're giving so much screen time to people who we know, people who are not going to make it to hometowns or like obviously not going to win. And so I just don't really care. And I feel like you're wasting my time. I'd rather really get to know the guys who I feel like are actually have a shot with her. Maybe that's just me. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, and I laughed. I was laughing so hard because Josiah goes, with all due respect, Iggy's a bitch. I was like, what? Josiah was giving me really creepy vibes. So, I don't know. Um, okay, let's talk about Jack Stone. First of all, Jack Stone, why do you have a last name? Like, why does nobody else get a last name? I don't understand. Um, because you're like, I just don't get it. Also, his hair looks like plastic, which is weird. And he, his smile, like, I feel so bad for him because his smile is so creepy and scary, but, like, he can't help it, you know? Sometimes you just can't help it. But it was, like, I don't know. He was creeping me out, and he was, like, acting like a, like a giddy schoolboy and, like, trying to kiss her. And she, like, didn't want to kiss him. And she was like, I'm sick. Like, don't kiss me. Okay, she just didn't want to kiss him. I don't know why she picked him for a one-on-one date, honestly. Like, because if he's so creepy that you don't even want to kiss him, then why would you waste your day? You get such limited time. It just seemed like a really odd choice to me. And that whole day was just so uncomfortable. I could hardly watch. I think all of America felt that way too it was really uncomfortable and then it's just so sad because they're sitting down at dinner and he's like going on about how they have this amazing connection he's never felt so like connected to somebody and he just like thinks that he's falling for her and all I don't know if he said that but basically you could tell he was like obsessed with her and I was like and she was just like not feeling it at all. I wish she had sent him home earlier. She doesn't she hasn't really sent anyone home early except Kenny and DeMario, I guess. Um, but just put him out of his misery. Or I just don't like how I honestly hate how they let she lets him like finish talking about like they're at the dinner and he's talking about how he just feels so great about their like their relationship and blah 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 and he's looking at her like she is a piece of prime rib and he's gonna take a big bite out of her and i'm like oh my god i mean to be honest like 
if I was on a date with somebody and he was looking at me like that, I would run the fuck away so fast. Like, I would text a friend. I'd pull in a pepper spray. I would literally feel like he was going to attack me. He looked like he was going to eat her. I'm not, I, I'm not even joking. Like, like, he gave that look that I get when I'm in front of a big ice cream sundae. Like, that creepy smile. Also, like, Cheshire Cat. And I don't know why. It's like, Cheshire Cat smile with, like, like the what's it like i don't even know how to explain it he like tilts his head down and it's like it's just creepy i feel bad for him though because he seemed like a really nice guy just like kind of awkward and also seemed like he just doesn't have that much experience with relationships because he very much misread that situation and also did not know how to kiss and also just was weird and creepy so I feel really bad for him, but he seems like a really nice guy. I Maybe if he could just like learn to be less smiley. I wonder if, now I'm trying to figure out what it was. I wonder if his teeth were just like too straight, too white. I don't really remember what he looked like now. I think it was a combination of like his hair, the creepy smile, the eyes. Like you can't smile that much. Never trust somebody who smiles that much, okay? Like just don't. I'm serious though. People who are like too happy. I'm like, what? I'm I'm suspicious of you. There's something going on. Cause real life isn't all smiles and sunshine. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll stop. I'm being annoying. I'm being a little bitchy. But that's why I like these because it's just like me being me. I hope I honestly crack up because I know some people don't understand my sense of humor. I feel like my sense of humor is like, you either really get it or you really don't. Like, my sister thinks I'm the meanest person ever and because I'll be, like, joking and, like, super sarcastic and she thinks I'm serious. I don't know. I digress. If anyone else has that problem, I feel you. I feel you. But just find your tribe and some people will think you're funny. But it feels good to get out my true emotions here. Okay. So, basically, I literally... (laughs) Yeah. Basically, Jack Stone is a type to lick his lips and just eat her. And it was just really sad that he did not realize how bad it was going. But she sent him home. Thank God. Then we get back to, like, Eric and Kenny and Lee. And Brian has really bad acid wash jeans. And I'm like, why are you wearing those? He's literally wearing dark jeans with these, like, white stains on them. Like, like... out of 1990 and I just I was like Brian Brian you're doing so well until the pants like I don't okay Brian's interesting because he honestly kind of does seem too good to be true his bone structure also is excellent which I'm suspicious of but I can't tell if he's just like honestly so great and amazing or like actually just playing it all up and it's also hard because on the show all you see are the only things you see are when they're talking about like like you don't really find out actual things about them or what they actually talk about um you just hear them talking about oh I really like you blah 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 like all the fluff so I'm like well if he's acting like this but they have gotten through all the real shit 
then he actually is awesome but if he's literally just all he says is how much he likes her and like how perfect they are but he doesn't really get to any of the deep shit then he is suspicious so it's just hard because you don't really know because they don't show any of that but I want to trust him I want to say I really like him I want to say that because he's cool but also he's a chiropractor so I mean that's helpful and yeah I was really happy that she sent Josiah home he creeped me out a lot I still don't know who Adam is and there's somebody else Mark like I don't know who these people are and I don't even know why they waste time showing them in their interviews being like I hope I don't go home like I'm like you're gonna go home dude we all know you have gotten zero airtime except for when you're in this interview saying that you don't want to go home. So it's not really the best thing. And things got dicey because Eric starts pulling the race card. I think we all were like, I don't know. Once it gets into the race stuff, it gets controversial because I don't like how Eric was literally trying to say that she was only picking white guys and I was like that's literally not true and I don't like how Eric like I'm like Eric why would you accuse Rachel Eric keeps accusing Rachel of like having bad intentions and I'm like do you I'm sorry do you want to date her or I mean what's going on but then later on when he opened up about his mom Basically, until this point, I really just, like, was not digging Eric. And I couldn't figure out why the hell Rachel liked him. But then when he opened up about his mom, like, and how he kind of just, like, felt like he's never really been loved and he has this guard up, it, like, made so much more sense. And then looking back, I really understand why he's so wary. And he really does just seem like he's trying to protect himself. And, like, now I feel bad about being so hard on him. And it just makes a lot more sense. But that's just too bad and yeah it's like sad how stuff like that happens like when you don't feel like loved and then it really affects every other relationship in your life and you feel like you can't trust anybody so I feel I feel I feel I'm sorry Eric um then they they go back to the Kenny and Lee stuff and we spend like three hours of our lives watching them in the forest and Kenny is I'm sorry really immature like I really wanted to like him it's hard because in the Kenny versus Lee thing I'm team Kenny but then Kenny just keeps doing stuff that's not like I'm like Kenny come on he's just being really immature and like like she basically picked Kenny and then he's like I need to go back talk to Lee like he just let him get under his skin too much like as a what 35 year old man come on kenny you need to learn to not give a fuck and you're giving lee that power like you're giving lee the power to annoy you and it just worried me and i felt i just felt like kenny was is not mature enough and and then he starts talking about like calling lee the snake and doing these weird snake movements with his hands with his hands in the interviews and i was just like this is just weird, and now you're looking crazy. Now everybody is looking crazy, and it's just, it's honestly getting to the point where everybody on that show looks psycho, except Rachel and Dean. 
I love you, Dean. But yeah. And I was also really sad about, what was his name? Will, I think. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad for him. So it's like, first of all, I don't know why they went on a date with like a random old couple. I just think that's super weird. But he wasn't making a move. And he was saying how he like usually only dates white girls, which I thought it was weird how that kept getting brought up. And it's like bad because you could tell, like he thought it was going well too. And he goes, he's like, I'm having a really great time. I had such a great time. And she goes, I'm glad. Oh, that's a big red flag. She didn't say, yeah, me too. She's like, I'm glad that's Ako taco. And it just feels bad because it's like he was friend zoning without even realizing he was friend zoning. And like, I feel bad for these guys because I can understand how it's like all fast paced dating. So it's like, you got to get in there right away and make a move. Like you don't have time to become friends. I mean, for me personally in real life, I feel like ideal is like become friends and then start dating, blah, blah, blah. But, and when you're in that situation, if you're that kind of person, that is not going to fly. You have to go in there and make a move and you are romantic ASAP. And he just, you know, he was trying to test the waters and get comfortable and you don't have time to get comfortable. You just got to freaking jump into that water, you know, just got to jump in. And I was sad because he seemed like he was like one of my favorites because he just seemed so normal and nice. And I thought he was, I honestly thought he was going to be around for a while. So I was like taken aback when it was going so poorly, I guess. But I mean, she thought it was going really poorly because he wasn't touching her. I don't know. I was frustrated too, though, because they were in this really romantic situation and he was just not even putting his arm around her. I don't know what was up. But I really liked him. It's just too bad it didn't it didn't work out. So that was sad. At the end of the day, I was really irritated that they were doing the commercials to make it look like Lee and Kenny got in a bloodbath and Kenny was bleeding from it when actually Kenny just like got hit in the face with I don't even know, a shield, which obviously is horrible. I don't want anybody to get physically hurt ever, but like just the power of editing they put it all together and none of it is related and I'm like thanks I thought there was going to be some big drama but and I'm glad Kenny went home I don't think he was emotionally ready for this experience and he's not mature enough to handle this and also like you know he has a daughter so it's probably good to get back to her he just seemed just a little too emotional and not 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 a good fit for Rachel and I think these people these random people are still there I think are Matt and Adam still there I don't know. I guess it's good if they're still there because I know who's going home next, but, and I'm just glad Lee is gone because that was all stupid and we'll see. I am, I mean, I don't know. I feel like these past few episodes have been kind of dry. Honestly, they're just trying to make up drama. They're just trying to make it up and like create something more exciting than actually is there, which is just disappointing because I want real drama. At first, I thought that she had a really great group of guys, and now I'm like, eh, maybe not. Maybe not so much, you know? I still love Dean the most. I like Brian. I don't know who else is there. I don't know, but I think Dean's too young to win, so. I feel like there's another lawyer that I liked. I don't know. Okay. That's basically all I have to say about The Bachelorette. 
it it better pick up soon i'm hoping that something dramatic happens hometown dates or hopefully she just has a really good group of guys and yeah i wonder how she's reacting to this whole bachelor in paradise thing i haven't like looked up how everybody is responding but oh and the other thing that pissed me off was like i was listening i don't know if you guys listened to julie bauer i don't remember if i talked about this last time i love her bachelor recaps but she was talking about how lee is like actually a huge racist and she was seeing the stuff he was posting and he's a huge racist and i mean i didn't look up lee because he does not deserve my attention or search engine functions i don't want to contribute to that or ever make him trend but if he's actually posting racist shit it's just because then i'm like did they put him on there because they knew it's just not cool and it's like and i always think i'm like i think that what if he actually did make it further it's just really fucked up all this stuff and sad and i hate how half of the cast when they cast it's like they literally cast they know like they pick like four good people and then everybody else is just filling a role and i'm like i honestly think this show would be better if you actually tried to find 25 good people because then it's like we would all be torn and fighting over who we like the best you know like versus like everybody being pitted against one person like who you don't even like and you know is not going to win because it's obvious. It just pisses me off. I really want the show Unreal to come back on. I don't know if you guys watch that. Um, it's on Lifetime. Is it back on? Shit, I should look it up. It's it's amazing. It's a scripted show, but it's basically about The Bachelor and the behind the scenes and how psychotic it is. It's better than The Bachelor because it's scripted. So you should look it up if you haven't already. And I need to... I need to look up if it's back. Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay, so it's not back. Apparently, it's not coming back until 2018, which makes me upset. But it is coming back. It better. It's such an amazing show, so you should watch it. Also, I can see what my family is watching when I like go onto our Xfinity account for Comcast because <laughs> we all share the same account. And my dad is watching some show called Lucky Dog. I just can't. <laughs> what even is that? Oh my god, dad. Dad. Jimbo. All right. Let's talk about speaking of my dad. Let's talk about Real Housewives of New York because Ramona is my mother. It's honestly ridiculous. Okay. Real Housewives of New York is just, it gives me life. It breathes life into me every week. And it's, I look, for, I, I look forward to it so much. I love it way more than The Bachelorette. But Sonia Morgan in her freaking love triangle. I've just had an, I feel like this every single season. I just have had enough of Sonia. And she's not doing anything interesting. She is not interesting. She's honestly just annoying and but also, like, has a good heart, but it's just a mess, and, like, they're trying to create interesting things about her life when there really is nothing interesting, and just this whole love triangle is truly pathetic. So, she has the Frenchie moving into her place, which is really weird to me that, I don't know, and she was saying how she shouldn't have kissed him, she should have just had sex with him, and I'm thinking about this like she says this and I'm like can you imagine if somebody actually didn't kiss but just had sex like 
I feel like that would be really bad sex. I don't know. That'd be weird. I mean, do people do that? I mean, besides like S&M people? I don't know. That just seems weird, Sonia. And then it's like Luann. I don't know. Sonia, her, all of her stuff bothers me. And then Luann stuff, I'm just done with. Luann, I can't decide if it just truly, truly angers me because it's so annoying or if it's just so annoying that it's just so laughable. Like when she goes, when she says that when she met Tom, she knew immediately he would be her husband. I'm just like, are you kidding? Tom's running around making out with every girl. It it just makes Luann seem unfortunately very pathetic. And it's sad because, you know, years ago, back when I first started Real Houses of New York, I liked Luann. I felt like she was like, you know, she was like a good mom. She was like kind of had her head on her. I thought she was one of the more normal ones. And then as things changed, as she got older and like lost Jacques and stuff, I feel like she just became crazy and more annoying and I was just so desperate to have a husband. And it's like that desperate girl that I see at the sorority party who just like thinks that her boyfriend is not having sex with all the other sorority girls. That's how I feel. So. And I also think that this, the whole Carol Adam thing is weird. And I'm concerned about Carol because she has this big wall up and won't let Adam in. Carol, he loves you. Like, she's, like, basically kicking him out because they're living together. And I don't know. I mean, I get it to an extent, like, wanting to be. But also, you got to, like, I don't know. When you've had a rough past, I just hate to see people completely close themselves off. And I just truly love Carol so much. And, yeah. Also, Dorinda. Ugh. I don't know. Sometimes I like her, but most of the time she annoys me. Like, she literally forgot to pay for her flight. Like, she's such a blonde. <laughs> like, she's such a blonde. She forgot to pay for her flight and did it last minute. And she was also just annoying me because her hair looked pink in all of her interviews. And I couldn't figure out why. That's not really her fault. It's definitely some lighting situation. And then we have Ramona with her 20-year-old friends running around. She literally is just like my mom. She hangs out with... um what's her daughter's name oh my god Avery <laughs> Woo! Avery and her friends and she talks to them like she's like these are my girlfriends like oh my god let's do like literally this is exactly how my mom is like my mom is be- was always better friends with my friends like my sister's friends than like uh, we were she's that kind of girl but Ramona just cracks me up because I'm just she's so ridiculous and yeah yeah, she was funny. And then we have Luann and Tom's post-wedding party. And I don't know how I feel about this. So the girls were saying how it's really weird, how it's like, like, oh, you're inviting everybody who you didn't invite to the wedding to this party. And, like, that's rude and stuff. And I actually am kind of on Luann's side on this one, even though I freaking don't like her her and tom like it's just a joke but i mean i know at least today in today's world with weddings happening a lot of people just can't get invited to weddings like i know that when my friends start getting married i'm not to be offended when if i don't get invited because there's just like 
not it's expensive and there's just like not enough seats and what ends up happening nowadays a lot of times especially if the parents are paying is like like I know so many people who are like have gotten married who's like parents are paying for the wedding um or even if they're not their parents basically are controlling the guest list and they don't even get to invite their own friends or parents basically take over the guest list and then they can't really invite anybody or even if you can invite your own friends it's like the numbers are so limited in every way that I just feel like you can't be offended if you don't get invited to a wedding. I just feel like that's not fair. And I just, and I do think it was nice that they threw another party so that it's like we can still celebrate. Like, I know so many people who don't invite their friends, who don't invite any friends, or they'll just invite a few friends, and then afterwards they will have another, they'll have a party that's like, okay, this is like our version of a celebration because you couldn't come to the actual wedding. And like, I think that that's a good way to do it because then it's like still including everybody in the celebration. But, you know, I don't know. I thought it was, I don't think it's that weird. Like, I think maybe this might have been weird like 20 years ago. But in today's world, weddings are so freaking expensive and like guest lists are out of control and, you know, all those restrictions that I just don't really think it was that weird. So I'm on Luann's side for that one. And yeah, I don't even know. They also like Tinsley. They go, so they go to this lunch in the Bronx. Dorinda, I don't even know what's happening half the time with these women. Like, I, they'll start arguing and I just am like, I, I truly don't even know what you're talking about. And how did this escalate so quickly? And why are you arguing? I don't know what's going on. They go to this lunch in the Bronx and everybody is basically arguing about Tinsley's life. And like, First of all, Tinsley's, like, wearing a doily, which I don't really know why she's doing that because isn't she supposed to be, like, fashion-forward and young? It was weird, but that's... I digress. But they're all just talking about how she needs to, like... Should she be moving out? Like, should she should she, she be dating? All this stuff. And I'm just, like... They're talking about her, like... It reminds me of, like, when I was, like... 15 or 16 and like a cognizant smart mature human but the adults still think of you as this child and you're sitting at the table and they're all talking about you and like saying what you should be doing and acting like you're not there or like you're not cognizant and you're like um hello I'm sitting right in front of you and I don't really know why they're talking about Tinsley instead of just talking to her because she is a grown-ass woman sitting right there and if I was her I would have been so irritated it was really strange. And then Dorinda starts, she was acting like drunk. Like when she gets angry, I feel like she acts so drunk. It doesn't even make sense. And I have no idea what she's saying. And I feel like she's just almost slurring her words. And like this fog goes over her head. I just feel like there's something off about Dorinda. Like she's a really nice woman. But then sometimes I'm just like, are you like, what is going through your head? I, I don't. I don't really know. Meanwhile, Tinsley with her apartment hunting is just, she's too high maintenance. And I was getting irritated because that whole episode seemed to be about like furniture and like Bethany moving and then Carol's furniture and Tinsley. And I was just like, I truly could not care less. You guys have such better drama to be discussing. So can we not? It was just frustrating. So then... 
they you know they talk more about Sonia's love triangle with Rocco and Edgar who are both creepy and like it's like neither of them are desirable and I feel like the whole love triangle thing would be more interesting if like they were attractive or like one of them was really attractive I just I can't and I can't understand either of them they both need subtitles so like and she's trying to make this this whole sexy situation but it's not a sexy situation it's like kind of a pathetic one and weird I'm not sure so then Ramona throws this party and has the tightest ponytail to be had since 1995 scary spice um it truly gives me a migraine to see her and it reminds me of back remember when she walked in that fashion show with her crazy eyes and her hair was pulled so tight like oh my gosh it was so tight and she's like I'm trying to be edgy and then her boobs are exploding out of her shirt and it just makes me really uncomfortable and reminds me like (laughs) these women I'm like girl girl calm down like calm down I don't know why Avery I feel bad for Avery Avery's so normal and like cute and I love her and it's like you can tell she's just like knows her mom is ridiculous and I love when Avery calls her out and stuff but Ramona just just goes right over her head but yeah and it's so funny because literally everybody was like commenting on her hair like oh I like your hair and it's like you know that when everybody says that to you that means they don't like it like it's like regina george when she tells you that she likes your bracelet and asks where you got it you know that bitch is lying yeah it's so awkward but i think ramona was really into it and you know trying out a new look also i do think it's kind of weird that people even comment like when somebody has you know is trying out a new look that i'm not really digging i don't compliment it I just don't say anything like because why are you trying to reinforce it it's I feel like it's rude then you're lying just don't say anything I don't know and of course Harry was there Harry Harry just wants to be the next housewife like can we all just be honest about that Harry just wants to be the next housewife I mean I've had enough of him I've truly had enough but you know he's literally fucked everybody in that room three times and then I was like Literally, if Tinsley fucks Harry, I'm going to freak out. And he's so creepy. He's, like, looking at Ramona's chest like it was, like, Eric from The Bachelor. Or not Eric. What was his name? Jack Stone. Not Eric. Jack Stone. That creepy look. Harry's just... Harry needs to move on to a different pond, you know? Different pond of fish. He's already He's already gone through these ones. Let's move on. It's just ridiculous. And then we get back to this whole issue of Ramona and Bethany. So Ramona basically will just talk shit about Bethany and say that Bethany, like, attacked her and yada yada. But then you can tell Ramona is just, like, desperate for Bethany to forgive her and be she wants to be friends with her again. It's, like, really sad. It's so high school and, like, funny because it's, like, Ramona's like, I don't need Bethany, blah, blah, blah. But everything she does, she just, like, wants to get back together with her basically and Ramona doesn't want to admit that she did anything wrong like she will never admit that she did anything wrong and I'm just like Ramona just like apologize and say it's always like or she'll say that she does want to be friends with Bethany again but then it's like but I didn't you know but Bethany attacked me it's just so defensive and I'm just like girl you were 
ridiculous. And Sonia, God bless her, like, knows what happened. And Sonia tries to kind of be in the middle and kind of calm Ramona down, but also, like, realizes, like, no, Ramona, you know, you instigated that a little bit. And Ramona just won't hear it and is so defensive. And I just have had enough. And it's kind of funny that Sonia in this situation actually is the level-headed one and understands. And, like, it just drives – it's so funny to me how it drives Ramona crazy that Bethany truly does not give a shit. Like, Bethany is the queen of just not giving a fuck, and I love it so much. And then they get to this – Oh, here they go, being in some secluded cabin, which is not even a cabin. I mean, it's fancy AF. They're in this cabin, and, like, (laughs) it's like you hear Ramona's screeching voice from inside, and it's like, oh, God, my headache comes back. Like, she just has to yell about everything. And I also, okay, Dorita fucking forgot her suitcase. Like, is she on drugs? Like, just another... The, the shit Dorinda does, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like I don't even... How do you forget your suitcase? Everything. Like, how can you drive all the way to wherever the hell they are and forget your suitcase? I mean, I can understand maybe, like, forgetting your wallet, your, your toothbrush, you know, like, something, but your entire... Like, what did you come there with? I, I mean, I don't even know. Then, of course, Ramona and Sonia go on their rampage about the bedrooms. Every single time these women go on a trip, Ramona and Sonia fight over the bedrooms and they always want to steal the nicest bedroom. And they are just like, it was exactly what Tinsley said. She was like, it's like girls fighting over bunk beds at summer camp. That's exactly what it is. Like, it's so juvenile and ridiculous. And they're so dead serious about it it's not even just like this funny thing they do it's like they're dead serious like we need the best room and they're saying how they're gonna use i think they're saying they're gonna use dorinda's room to take baths and i'm just like uh, it's this huge deal and i'm like how long are these women even there like i feel like they only are gonna be there for like two days and you have to have a bath and you have to you guys have to be together and you're just you got to be the stars of the show and blah 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 I just the way they're fighting over these rooms is ridiculous and I don't understand how she hasn't like watched they watch the seasons back every like right they watch seasons back and every year this happens and I'm like how have you not realized that you look like a fucking idiot every time you do this like it's truly pathetic and I'm like why is it so important like it's some weird insecurity like what are you doing in your bedroom like, why do you need that bedroom? Like, you... I don't know. It's just, like, weird. Like, why do you need... I don't know. I don't know. And then, like... I was cracking up. So, then they have this, like, dinner. And Rona goes, I don't have a malicious bone in my body. And Luann's like, um, well... I just love how every time Rona says something ridiculous, everybody, like... It's not like any everybody like just agrees with Ramona and like lets her say her shit. Like everybody like basically like is like, uh no Ramona, like you're crazy. But she just kinda like it just glows it just goes right over her head and she glosses over it. But she goes, I don't have a malicious bone in my body and then they flash back to like twenty scenes where she's being a total bitch. It's and then they like show her laughing and she's like laughing like a psychotic hyena and I'm just like, 
Oh my god. I I've just had too much. It I don't know. And then they start they're talking about Tinsley at this dinner and they're like I I didn't like it because I felt like they were almost like comparing abuse stories like Tinsy was saying how this stuff is really hard for her all this stuff and like everybody was like well we've all been through the same thing and she's like well mine was public and they're like so was ours and I'm just like you can't like everybody is entitled to their pain and their struggle and like their insecurity and you can't just be like well I did I went through that too like just get over it like okay, if you went through it too and you just got over it, fine, then you did. But that doesn't mean it's like that for everybody else. Like, everybody's story and struggle and pain is, like, worth your time and shouldn't be diminished. I just didn't like how they were diminishing it. And, like, yeah, I think that Tinsley does have a lot of stuff to work through, but, like, I think she's trying to work through it. And, like, you can't just be like, well, you know, I I had an abusive relationship too, so. I just don't like that. I don't like that. Not cool. And Louise still won't shut up about being married. I'm like, do you want a fucking gold star? Like, she got there and was, like, all pissed that she didn't get special treatment. She was like, well, I did get married. Um, so, um, lots of people are married. Like, she literally acts like she's the only person who has ever been married. And it's, like, this huge achievement. Like, she climbed Mount Everest and everybody should be so amazed that she got... I'm just, like why does that matter that you got married like so i don't know is it your birthday for the next five years then no i, I mean uh, whatever that's Louian. so yeah that's basically what happened on real housewives and it's it's a fun ride over there they're they're fun ladies i like them a lot i really wish there was like i feel like during summer they should do this thing where it's like the ultimate housewives and they stick like if they did a reality show where they stuck the most interesting housewives all in one house like bachelor in paradise but like not so like say they put like ramona bethany tamra judge Teresa judice melissa gorga who else um I don't even know who's from Atlanta. I don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who else? Do I, oh, like Lisa Vanderpump. And who else would be good from that show? You know, if they put them all in one house and just saw the drama or put them all in one city, one thing for the weekend. Oh, definitely Kyle. You have to have Kyle. But I just think that would be the best television of all television oh and if they could throw um brandy glanville in there again i would really appreciate it oh and also gretchen bring her back so yeah let's pitch that show to the reality tv producers and um give me credit for that one thank you although i'm sure i'm definitely not the first person to have thought of that but whatever so if you're into that idea let me know I would love to hear your thoughts about what's going on in The Batch and Real Housewives and literally how do I talk about reality TV for an hour? Like what is my life? I'm just procrastinating. I'm podcasting like all day today. So I thought I would um, start off with this one to just kind of get me in the mood, get me fired up, get my voice. Oh shit. My voice is tired. So my next one might not be so great, but 
whatever this perked me up because i got to you know think about mindless crap now i can go back to the real deal stuff this probably made no sense whatever i hope you guys enjoyed this thanks for listening if you did let me know if you like the recaps let me know if you'd rather me do them more often but shorter or if you like how i'm doing them like every few weeks um i kind of like every few weeks it's like easier and then i can gloss over the pointless stuff and just hit the highlights you know most important things so yeah this was a fun run i hope you guys have a good week and i love you all talk to you later bye